This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. It's called The Love Walk or Walking in Love all about building a very unique and powerfully unselfish relationship with one's neighbor and self. God doesn't ask that we cultivate it, but demands we do. Because God has made no man perfect, walking a more perfect love walk is often a difficult thing to accomplish. In this opening three-day introduction, some of the listeners' most basic questions about this most powerful and spiritually rewarding development of a Christian's character are answered. What exactly is meant by loving one's neighbor as you would love yourself? Is it simply that I do him no harm, or should I be blessing him too? How should I respond when my neighbor's unloving towards me? Is this love ever conditional? And be sure to tune in next week to the final five parts of this series as Pastor takes us step-by-step on a lifelong journey of how best to love God, your neighbor, and yourself by simply perfecting your love walk. But walking the love walk um, with your fellow brothers and sisters, and not only your fellow brothers and sisters, but with the world, with the people that are around you. The, uh, the, uh, the, the, The issue is very simply that God wants us to walk in love, the love walk with every person that we ever come in contact with. Now, why would that be important? Well, it would be important because for several reasons. Uh, But I think the most glaring, the most important reason of all is that we may be the only God that anyone would ever see in the world. We have the responsibility to reflect the nature, the love, the kindness, the forgiveness of God to the world around us. And um, so it is so important when you look at it from that perspective, because I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of the phoniness that's in, in the world. And I'm even more tired of the phoniness that's in the body of Christ. How many of you would agree with me and say amen? amen. It's, time, it's time for, uh, for believers especially to rise up and not only talk this stuff, but to walk it. Amen. It's one thing to know it, to talk about it, to believe it, but it's a whole other thing to walk it. You see, don't just talk it, but you've got to walk it. You've got to put the walk with the talk. So as, it, as we look at this subject of of perfecting the love walk. And I use the word perfecting because you're never going to arrive at that place uh, of perfection because we'll not arrive at the place of perfection in anything in this world. But um, we have a responsibility every day of our lives to continue perfecting, working on our love walk because it affects people along the way. And I, I shared some stories last week about how, you know, um, I realized that, you know, along the way, I haven't always walked in love the way that I should have walked in love with, with some people. And um, if I'm not careful, it would be very easy for me to walk out of love with some people. And don't you all look at me like that tonight, because you all have the same problems I have. You, 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 well, you know, just as well as I do, that it's hard sometimes to walk in love, because people can irritate you, agitate you, frustrate you, and every other kind of hate you. You know what I'm talking about. 
they can get under your skin, and it's very easy to, to walk out of love. But one of the things that, you know, of course, thank God for the forgiveness of God, because I've needed it so much, especially as it pertains to walking in love. But, um, but thank God that God forgives us. But one of the things that we learned is that when you walk out of love, when you come away from the love walk, you really walk out of the will of God. God's will is that we walk in love with every human being that we come along. So we're going to get into it um, a little bit more tonight. We'll talk about some things. And then uh, next week when we get together, we'll get into the practical side. I'm still kind of laying down the foundation so that we can get some understanding of love. And this is a really deep subject. This is not something you can do in a couple of weeks. But I'm just going to hit it as best I can and keep it as simple as possible. And then next week we'll get into a more practical application. And I like, I like practical because the way I feel about it, I look at this the word, and I say, if I can't use it, then what good is it for me? If it's not, if it's not usable, it's, it's not relevant to my life, right? So it's more than just having some sort of knowledge. I, someone has to teach me how to apply that knowledge. I know I'm supposed to walk in love. Now show me how to walk in love. And along the way, you know, like I shared with you, like sometimes, you know, you blow it, but thanks, thank God that God forgives us. Thank God that He doesn't expect us to be perfect, but He expects us to be perfecting. Do you understand the difference? He doesn't expect you to be perfect, but he expects you to be perfecting, perfecting your love. In other words, I'm walking on, on, I'm working on it. If I miss up and I make a mistake, God's going to forgive you, but you can't just live there. You've got to pick yourself up and you've got to keep on going. And, um, you know, uh, one of the things that, that I came to, uh, to the conclusion in my life um, was many years ago, you know, I was intrigued by the powers of God and the anointing, and I still am. I mean, that's what really floats my boat when you start talking about healings and powers and anointings. And, you know, I know God is still doing miracles, and I know God's still showing signs and wonders, and God is demonstrating, and, and I'm really excited about that stuff. But we've got to remember something. I mean, for me, this is, this is important. I should put it this way. I have to remember something. I, I asked the Lord, you know, a long time ago, I said, Lord, you know, I want all that stuff. But above and beyond all of that, I don't want to just be remembered as a man of power or a man of faith or a man of strength or a man of miracles or whatever it be. The most important thing that I would like to be remembered as is a man of love. See, because really everything else, and we'll we'll look at some verses tonight, but everything else, all of the powers and the miracles and all of the outpourings and demonstrations of God's mercy and power and grace and so on and so forth, all have to have their origin from love. Love is the motivation by which all of these things, uh, all, or I should say it this way, love needs to be the motivation in desiring all of these things that we may want to be used of God uh, by or, or have from God. Everything has to go back to the motivation of love. If love isn't motivating your activity in your life, then you're not on point with God. Wow, did you all hear what I just said? If love isn't the motivating fact, why? Well, because I go through the pages of the Bible, and let, let's, let's, go, let's go to this verse. 1 John chapter 4, and verse, uh, let's start in verse 7, and we'll, we'll start reading there tonight. Um, verse 7, is everybody there? 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, everybody there? Anybody here? Yes. <laughs> Hello out there. Anybody here? All right. So verse 7 says, uh, But beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not, he who does, uh, he who does not love 
does not know God. Now listen, listen, listen. For God is love. God, God isn't power. God has power. God isn't prosperity, but He has prosperity. He's the God of prosperity. God is, you know, um, we say this, God is not um, healing, but He possesses healing and distributes healing and heals people. So you can go through your Bible and you can't find anywhere else where it says God is anything but love. God is love, and love, because He is the God of love, He possesses all of the other things that comprise and make up this love God that we know and we serve. So it would seem to me that every Christian, every person, not only me, took me a while to get to this place. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I've uh, always loved God, and, but, but it, it took me a while to get to this place where I put down desiring all these other things more than desiring to just be a person of love. Because the bottom line to it is that God is love. Am I making sense here tonight? See, so we ought to, as believers, desire this primary thing to be people of love. And one of the things that I pray now, and I pray, I pray very often, I won't say every day, because then, you know, but I, I pray it often, is I pray, Lord, help me, develop me more in your love. I want to be a person of love. I want to demonstrate your love. I want you to use me, God, in a way that shows forth the love of God. Uh, help me not to be judgmental, be, criti uh, be you know, criticized and be overbearing. And help me to be understanding. Help me to be more gentle-spirited. Help me, God. And I do, I pray this. And I'm just bringing it into my own life because I, I, I would hope that you would begin to develop the same kind of prayer uh, with, with the Lord. Is that I want to be a person of love. And uh, because love has got to be the motivation in all that we do. So let's look at, let's look at a couple of other verses. Let's go to the Gospel of John. We'll do a little bouncing around here tonight. It's always good to jump around in the Bible. But let's go over to John's Gospel, chapter um, 13. And let's look at verses 34 and 35. And Jesus says here, and these, these are in red letters, these words. Jesus says here, a new commandment I give to you. Now that gets my attention. Because you have to remember who he's speaking to at this time. He's speaking to all of the Jewish um, followers of the Jewish law, because they were all Jews that he was speaking to at that time. And uh, probably in that group were some Pharisees and Sadducees, the leaders and, you know, of, of the Jewish, uh, different Jewish sects. And he says here, a new commandment I give to you. So he's about to tell them something that's really important. He's giving them a new commandment. Up to this point, they had the Ten Commandments. How many of you know the Ten Commandments? All right. Now he says, I'm giving you a brand new commandment, something else that you need to pay attention to. And he says, I give you a brand new, com uh, a new commandment I give to you. Listen, that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. Now, you know, you may say, well, Pastor Ray, this is such a basic basic teaching. You're boring me with your basics tonight. You know, everybody knows that we're supposed to love one another. Well, that's my point. We know we're supposed to love one another, but, you know, my observation in the body of Christ, excuse me if it's different than your observation, but I'm deeply, deeply entrenched in this stuff, and I, I rub elbows with Christians every day of my life, and unfortunately, I have to say that a lot of the people that I come across with really know about walking in love, but really do not do it. 
it's the dumbest things that people, you know, get all twisted and, and gnarled up about, you know, the way somebody said something or the way, you know, man, I'm going to tell you what, you know, if we're going to walk in love, we're going to have to learn something. We're going to have to tolerate people. We have to tolerate each other. And, you know, it's not about you tolerating somebody else, because guess what? There's things in you that others are going to have to tolerate, too. Am I telling the truth? Is it, is it not right? See, is, is this not correct? All right. So, so you may say, well, this is a basic message, but, but you see, if we don't learn, if we don't continually perfect this love walk, we're walking out of the will of God. And it's going to affect everything else in our lives. I'm going to tell you what, you know, one of the things that, that I learned so many years ago is that, you know, people do what they do. I mean, people have hurt me, disappointed me, stolen from me, cheated me, tried to defame me, trying to bring me down. Try, I mean, I've had every kind of attack come against me all these years. And, and you know, you know um, I had the opportunity each and every time to do one thing, either su- succumb to the pressure, fall apart, become defensive, become angry, become ugly, become ven- venomous to, to someone else. You know, become, uh, you know, uh, uh, right, retaliate. That's the word I'm looking for. Try to retaliate. I had every thought come against me. But in each and every one of those opportunities or each and one of those situations, I had the opportunity to make a choice, to make a simple choice. It wasn't the easy choice. Do you know that some, you know, can I just share something with you? You know, doing the right thing is not always easy. Some, somehow we think that, you know, if we're doing the right thing, it should be easy. No, doing the right thing sometimes can be the most difficult thing to do. Can I get a better amen here tonight? Is that not the truth? You see, and when we're talking about the subject of walking in love with people, sometimes it is a lot easier to curse them and tell them to take a walk. Tell them to go to the hot place. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm not kidding. Am I, am I being honest here tonight? You felt that way. How many of you have ever felt that way? Don't you lie in church tonight because we're going to pray for liars in a few minutes. You see, it's a lot easier to just cut them loose and, you know, and and have nothing to do with them and and just have ill feelings against them. But that's not what Jesus commands. He said, this is a commandment that I give you. This is a brand new commandment that you love one another. So if he's telling us that this is a commandment, something that he commands, how many knows the difference between suggesting it and commanding it? If he commands that we walk by love, then this is something that we ought to pay attention to and something that we ought to perfect every day of our lives. Because Jesus requires it. He requires it. Now, now the, the, the interesting part of this, listen, he says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. And we can talk about that. We'll get into a little bit more of that maybe next time. But how did Jesus love us? Jesus gave his life in your place. In other words, the Bible teaches us, he who knew no sin took your sin upon himself and was hung on a cross and died in your place. Even though he was not guilty, he became guilty for you and for me. How many of you understand, would agree with me that that is love, man? For someone to lay down their life in your behalf, how many of you agree with me that's love? I mean, you know, I've, I've ministered to families that have had a, a sick child or, you know, or they say, I, I would rather God put that on me. Not that God puts it on you, but people think that way. I would rather, you know, have that disease in their place. Let me rephrase that because 
I'm, I'm spitting back what people say. God is not the author of sickness and disease. But people often say, I would rather. But the, the truth is that God does not do that stuff. God doesn't have sickness or disease to put on you. The devil does. But I've seen, I've ministered to families where, you know, uh, a parent will feel, I, I, I wish, I, I will take that sickness for them. Why? Because that parent has such unselfish love for that child that they would want to be sick in their place. Anybody, any parent feel that way here tonight? You would rather, you'd rather suffer than see your child suffer. Well, that's how much God loves us. That's how much Jesus loved us. He would rather take the pain and the suffering upon himself and suffer on our behalf instead of us having to suffer the penalty of death. So, so if it says here, as I have loved you, that you also love one another, Jesus had really unconditional love. He accepted everyone that came across his pathway. He forgave. I mean, he, listen, he forgave Peter who rejected him. You remember that whole thing? He, Peter just left him at his, oh, man, I'll tell you, I know how that feels. I had people walk out of my life at the darkest hour of my life when I needed people and friends and support the most. I had some of the closest ones to me walk out of my life. I know how Jesus must have felt. In fact, I remember praying in those hours. That, that verse became alive to me in a different way. God, I, Jesus, I, I, I understand how you felt. When everybody ran from you, especially Peter, who was so close to you, one of the closest to you, just left you. I know how that feels now, God. I know I, I will never do that to, to someone because that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not walking the love walk. That's not showing. That's, see, so the way Jesus loved, the way Jesus loved was very, very simple. He just, he, see, I, I like to say it this way. Others benefit at my expense. If it doesn't cost me something, it's not, it's not the Bible kind of love. If it doesn't cost me time, if it doesn't cost me money, if it doesn't cost me sometimes my patience, I've got I've to exhibit patience in certain situations. I've got to exhibit sometimes faith uh, for someone or in someone. Um, if I'm not willing to you know, give something, uh, then I'm not really walking the love walk. It's easy to say, I love but love, true love, is, is demonstrated. True love is acted out. And Jesus said, he said, New commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Now listen to verse 35. By this, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have loved one for another. So, so the, the most out, outstanding characteristic that's going to identify us as believers and followers of Jesus is, here it is, here it is, you ready? Here it is. It's our love walk. It's the level by which we are walking in love. So how many of you agree with me that this is pretty serious, pretty serious stuff? Because like I said before, I'm tired of seeing phonies. And, and, and you know what? If you're a phony Christian that talks this stuff but doesn't really live it, like you talk the talk, but you're you're criticizing, you're judgmental, you're harsh, you're hard on people, you're unforgiving. You know, we all deal with that. But I mean, if you're living in that realm, because I've seen people, you know, I've, I've seen people do this, you know, they, they have one face on Sunday and they have another face Monday through Saturday. One lifestyle on Sunday and then another lifestyle the other six days a week, you know, and it's unloving and it's unkind and it's hurtful. And you see, Really, we're, really, to walking the love walk is that we're, we're like this, you know. We just 
you're the same all the time towards people. You do your best. Now, you, you know, you lose it sometimes because, like I said, people can drive you nuts. People can make you crazy. I mean, or try to make you crazy. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You walk around, follow me for a couple of days, you'll, you'll, you'll find out. You'll get a lesson. You walk in my shoes for a couple of days, you'll find out how it can be very difficult. You know. But nonetheless, we are commanded by Jesus because it's by this love. See, and I believe what it is is that the world needs to see the true love of Jesus coming through our lives. And the way they're going to see it is not just your talk. It's going to be by the actions that come out of our lives. We've got to understand each other. We've got to be forgiving. We've got to be a little bit more yielding to one another. We've got to be a little bit more gentle with one another. We've got to be a little bit more uh, compassionate towards another. You know, sometimes people react in a way that's unloving because they've got issues going on in their life. They're dealing with heavy, heavy things, you know, and, and maybe their temper is a little short or maybe their words are a little short. But, but if we're going to truly walk with Jesus, we're not going to let those things cause us to fall apart um, and, and, and hold, you know, anger and animosity and hurt feelings towards another, another believer, especially, or any human being for that matter, but especially another believer and, and just think that it's going to be all right because it's not going to be all right. One of the prayers that I pray all the time, you know, and I've, you know, I say, Lord, if I've hurt anybody, if I've done anything, God, bring it to my attention so that I can fix it. And God, if I've done something that has in any way uh, offended another brother or a sister, God, just show it to me because I want to be this person of love. I want to walk this love. That doesn't mean I'm a pansy. You know, sometimes like men have a hard time with this because like, oh, what are you talking about? You sound like a sissy. Well, I got to be macho. <laughs> no, I, listen. Walking the love walk, man, let me tell you what, is probably the most, the most manly thing. Jesus was the greatest example of manhood that you could ever find. And, you know, you know, well, we've got to have a men's meeting because I don't, I don't want the ladies to hear this stuff. But anyway, no, I'm only teasing. But he says in verse 35, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So another reason why we need to perfect the love walk because people are going to recognize us. If we're not walking in love, then they're not going to identify us as one of Jesus' own. Worse than that is that if we're not walking in love and people find out that we're followers of Jesus, what is that going to say about God? What kind of witness are you going to have in your life? That's why you've got to be very, very careful. Everything that I do, every decision that I make as it pertains to other people and the way I respond, I'm very, very careful. Inside of church, outside of church. Because I realize that my reactions, my temperament, the way I say something, the language by which I say it or the language that I use in saying it can come across in a way that if it did come across in a way that would be unloving, I realize that it could destroy my witness and my testimony and potentially hold somebody back from receiving Christ as Savior. Am I telling the truth here tonight or what? That's why I'm very, very careful. Sometimes I want to say something. I really want to say something. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.